This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. You can't replace the feeling, the rejuvenation, and the growth that comes from being outside. I think the atmosphere, it's like rain for our mind, body, and soul. Just like a plant, if you ever watched outside your garden or your grass, always grows better with the rainwater than it does with the tap water or even the well water. I think the same goes for us. We'll always grow better with natural light and air. You know, Friday was a bit of a rough day for me. I wasn't feeling so well. Still recovering from this COVID ordeal. I woke up Saturday morning hoping to have a somewhat productive weekend and instead woke up to a bad headache. Never a good sign, right? Haven't been eating very well in terms of getting much protein. I just haven't been hungry. And as a result, my energy level has been a little low. Last night before I went to bed, I was kind of craving a good egg sandwich. So even though I wasn't feeling well, I got up, got a cup of coffee, and got the Skittle started with some bacon going. And just as I usually do when I'm feeling well, I uh, walked right outside to get a little fresh air. About 35 degrees here Saturday morning. Nice, crisp air, felt good on my lungs, felt good on my face. And I couldn't stay out too long because I had to get back to the breakfast, but it was enough to get me primed. I finished my coffee, went back inside, finished making breakfast. And, you know, cooking is something I enjoy as much as anything. Made an an egg sandwich, nothing super exciting, uh, but I enjoy it just the same. I made the whole pack of bacon. I'm going to have a few more of these sandwiches in the coming days without so much trouble. Sandwich turned out great. Nice fried egg on freshly cooked bacon, thin slice of cheese on toasted healthy bread. Great way to start the day, really. And so with breakfast out of the way, it was time to get the day started. I went down into the studio here to get my work for the day started. And instead, as it often happens to me, I felt drawn outside. And since I'm not feeling real well, it wasn't like I was going to go out and rake leaves or cut wood, which I ended up doing later in the day. But either way, as far as the morning was concerned, instead, I went from good old boy to ghetto boy, drug my chair right out into the driveway, right into the middle of the driveway. Go figure sun was coming up just above the trees. I could feel it, those early rays hitting my face. Nice way to wake up. Black jacket I had on started warming up quickly. So did the driveway. And the warmth of the sun, it was just enough. And really the, the best kind of warmth. This felt so good. And sitting outside in contemplation. It's a habit that I'll tell you is a valuable experience, not something I normally do sitting down. As you know, I'd rather be standing or working, but still better to be outside either way. I had this thought as I was sitting there, and it's a thought that comes across my mind a time or two. 
you know, we live in this digital, virtual reality world, and it's important to remember that it's all fake, not real, whatever you want to call it. When you sit outside, you immerse yourself in the natural environment. I'm not talking about listening to it or smelling it or seeing it. I'm talking about all of it, feeling it, being it. And you realize pretty quickly that life is a process. It's a cyclical process that has a very strict order to it. And that order is good because without that order, there would be complete chaos and there'd be no life. And we see that all around us today. They say that the, there's new rules because of progress. The fact of the matter is the rules never changed. They never will. The only thing that's been created is a lot more chaos. That chaos creates stress. Creates stress for us and everything around us. Why? Because nothing is predictable. You can't rest. Your mind can't rest and it becomes maddening. We see that on a large scale. Important to remember that every day new life is created and every day a certain amount of it dies off and always be this way within our bodies, within our society, within our ecosystems. We're part of that process. Every day a little bit of us is dying. Every day a new life is created and it's important that that basic simple process continue. Yes, it can seem violent in some ways. It is ruthless. I'll give you an example. Just being outside in the cold. Go outside in February in Pennsylvania when it's 10 degrees out. And if you're not prepared, you could expect to die within a few short hours. Amazing, really, that even in this day of technology and access, the simple act of getting caught outside unprepared will still get you killed. True as ever. People forgotten the natural order, the natural rules, and especially why it's important that we realize our place in that order. Frankly, I think people have forgotten a lot, such as why is honesty so important? You look around today and you see so many lies, you begin to see why it's so important. What's the most amazing and frightening to me at the same time is that in this age of so-called unparalleled progress, many people have developed a callous disregard for life in general. They don't appreciate the value of life, and they put themselves and their selfish pleasures above the cycle. And it's a very dangerous way of thinking for a species. What am I talking about? Well, imagine if just two generations ago, people thought the way we did today. Imagine if they felt that waiting until later in life to have children is better. Imagine if they felt that only having one or two children for the sake of convenience and good economics would be a good thing. Imagine if they felt that if the timeliness of pregnancy wasn't convenient, they could just cancel it. Imagine that for a second that when Roe v. Wade was passed in 1973, two years after I was born, my whole, my whole life I lived through Roe v. Wade. Imagine if Roe v. Wade had been made the law of the land 50 years prior. 
If just three or four generations prior to us, to me, to you, whoever, if those people a hundred years ago had engaged in in abortion the way we have, how would things be different today? It's a simple doggone question. Does Roe v. Wade stand the test of time? But what would happen in another hundred years if we stay on the course that we're on? If Roe v. Wade had happened 50 years prior, would we be better off? It's a simple question, you tell me. Who can possibly answer that in a positive light? You might not be here for one. If abortions in this country had started just 50 years sooner, the whole world would be a different place right now. What does all that mean? It means simply that legalized abortion has proven to be an existential threat to our society. Why would we support that? I'm just using one example of abortion. There's so many examples around us today where the natural order of things has gotten so completely off base. And it's gotten to where people are questioning everything, most of them just completely confused. So I say, get outside. Get outside more often. The more remote, the better. Get into the real world, and everything I said to you will make complete sense. And not only that, you'll feel better. Go get outside. Hoo-yah. I got a big podcast lined up for you today. I hope you enjoyed that little opening remark there. Just a couple of things that were on my mind over the weekend. I got the scoop on some big stories for you today. I don't know if you've been following along what you were doing this weekend. I did end up breaking some leaves and... Uh, I wasn't cutting wood. I was stacking wood. Still not feeling well, but, you know, you, you got to keep going on some of them. I'm feeling better. It's so good to be moving around anyway. I can't complain. Here it is Sunday. We're back with another podcast, and I think it's going to be a great one. Paul Pelosi was attacked in his home. Suddenly, uh, you know, the social media fires up with comments here and comments there and breaking headlines and breaking news and democracy under attack and oh boy oh boy oh boy is right wait till i tell you what's going on with that story kanye ye kanye ye kanye i know we got to come up with some kind of moniker there for ye kanye what the heck is he babbling about oh i don't know What's the message in the bottle, you say? I'll try to decipher it for you as best I can. You'll have to follow along. We may may have to read between the lines. I don't know. A bunch of other stories I want to catch you up on today. Stay tuned. We're going to have to move quickly to cover all this. Those are a reminder for me, not for you. Let's get into this uh, Pelosi story a second, all right? A little bit of this I've been able to verify, not all of it. Hey, don't blame me. I, you know, I'm just you know reporting on what's being reported. I suppose like a, a lot of commentators that call themselves news. I don't call myself the news. All right, I I try to. I guess they call it now deconstruct the news. Try to make sense of it for you. So maybe you've heard the big points of this. Paul Pelosi attacked in his home. That there was blogs by someone in the same name. You got to listen to the careful wording that they use. You know how many Christopher Scotts there are out there? Quite a few. So to say that there's some blog under the name of Christopher Scott, some right wing extremist blog under the name Christopher Scott, 
You had this daily podcast riling people up. Former Marine, combat veteran. Maybe he just went off the rails. They just paint this narrative. Oh, oh, another Trump supporter went nuts. Went after Nancy's husband with a hammer. Perhaps. I don't know. Maybe that's what happened. Let me give you a couple of details that may cause you to think about that a little differently. For one, the original police call was not for any kind of crime in progress. It was for a wellness check. And supposedly, and this is reported um, by Gateway Pundit. Um, Let me give you the Gateway Pundit story here. As reported earlier, according to sources close to the investigation, this is Gateway Pundit reporting this apparently firsthand. All right? So this is what Gateway Pundit says. I don't know. Time will tell, perhaps, perhaps not. I'm going to give you the, the, the decipher code on this. As reported earlier, sources close to the investigation, Paul Pelosi's attacker, a 42-year-old Berkeley resident, David DePape, the San Francisco Standard, reported. The police chief said DePape was booked on charges, homicide, elder abuse, burglary, blah, blah, blah. Paul Pelosi attacked with a hammer. Sources telling reporters the attacker was allegedly screaming, where is Nancy? I don't know why that's so significant to the story. Because they're painting a false narrative. That's the main point. Where's where's Nancy? The assailant reportedly was trying to tie up Paul Pelosi until Nancy got home. The assailant reportedly was trying wonder how they concluded that. According to NBC News, Paul Pelosi was taken to Zuckerberg, San Francisco General Hospital, where he underwent brain surgery. That's serious. It's very serious. He's in stable condition. The attack took place after 2 a.m. And David DePape was in his underwear when the police arrived. Now, Let's see if we can uh, tee this up here for you. Hold on. All right, I'm not going to play that for you, but here's the deal. Uh, this is and you can. I have the links in the show notes, so you can listen if you want. But the police chief said that when the police arrived, uh, so you got to put together different pieces, right? The first is that they say there was a wellness check, which makes sense because now the police are there. And Mr. Pelosi and the attacker are both there with the police, and they're both holding hammers. While the police are there, according to this testimony from the chief of police, which may or may not be accurate, it's early, the attacker grabbed the hammer from Pelosi, I guess beat him with it enough until the police could intervene that he got hurt, okay? Then, in a separate, so, you know, step one, they say that uh, uh, it was a wellness check. Step two, they say that the both were holding hammers. And then step three, a separate report that the attacker was in his underwear. All right? Um, I don't see any references. Uh, reporter on... And then there's a step four. A reporter, supposedly, none of this has been verified as real, on a hot mic after the San Francisco police press conference regarding Paul Pelosi on the phone with his boss, 
So is this the dude that's the former nudist dude okay to say any of that stuff? No. So the fix is in to cover this up is the allegation. Paul Pelosi alleged attacker David DePape has a huge trail of online hate. Really. All these people with blogs and, and, and followings. New details. This is from the Los Angeles Times. Let's see what they have to say here. Calling out for Nancy, an intruder who forced his way into the San Francisco home of the United States House Speaker early Friday, had a target in mind, authorities said, before he attacked her husband and fractured his skull with a hammer. Now, here's a key clue. Although the attacker's motive remains undetermined, the violence 11 days ahead of the midterm election has sparked alarm in part because of heightened concern about the public safety of public officials at their homes and offices. Well, wait a minute. Uh, if, if the motive is unconfirmed and there seems to be evidence. Now, I, nobody seems to be grabbing this. I'll tell you how to decipher it here very shortly. Uh, you know, is this some kind of a, a lover's quarrel that really happened? Is the allegation that's being made? What was really going on here? Oh, there's another piece of this, part uh, 2B, I guess you could say. And that is that when uh, Paul Pelosi called, I have no way of verifying this, he said, uh, someone is in my home. Uh, I don't know who he is. Uh, his name is David. So... Uh, now, that could be explainable, right? Perhaps the guy told him his name was David. Right? Maybe maybe Paul Pelosi tried to reason with him, or who knows what was going on, right? Story hasn't come to light. So here's how you can know uh, if what the truth is. If, if it's true that Paul Pelosi's some kind of a hero and he sat this guy down, you'll, you'll hear more about it. Paul Pelosi should be on TV in a few days. They'll get a lot of mileage. Yes. He yelled MAGA. <laughs> he yelled MAGA, uh, down with wokeness, you know, some kind of th- broad threats, something anti-Semitic. Oh, yeah, throw it all together, and boom, you know, Democrats sweep. <laughs> I don't know about that, but you know they're going to get mileage. If you hear nothing about it, well, then you know. Then you know what's going on. That's my take on it. I don't know. How about this uh, Kanye story here? Kanye, what is he doing? I think he just walked away from a, a multi-billion-dollar enterprise. What is going on with that? Just the business side of it. A second, the you know, are the people getting laid off, losing their jobs? There has to be people burning these. Sh- I had no idea this guy had clothing lines and stuff like that. This is amazing to me. It really is. It's amazing to me how the, 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 I, I never would think that because. Kanye, what what was his line? I forget. Zings or something like people are burning them. These overpriced shoes that I, don't know, I guess they look like they're okay shoes, but they don't look like anything anything special to me. I wouldn't go out of my way for them. Certainly wouldn't pay a premium. So I don't know. Walking away from it. Maybe he's just had enough. Maybe he's just like you know what, a couple million bucks. I'm just gonna ride off into the sunset. Maybe he's got bigger plans. But in the meantime. He's just really burning on these anti-Semitic remarks. Or is it anti-Semitic? Uh, you know, if, if you listen to him talk and not just read his words, 
I don't know. You might draw a different conclusion about it. But everybody's saying anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic. So then this story pops up, the Jewish teacher story. Jewish L.A. County teacher says students are quoting Kanye West to her. She said, I was afraid for my safety. Shana Ross, a Jewish teacher in L.A. County, said students in one of her music enrichment classes are quoting Kanye West to her after the rapper's anti-Semitic comments. And uh, I watched the video, and she says basically uh, that this student came up to her and asked her if she was Jewish, to which she said, why are you asking? And the student said, because this is a problem. And she said, why? And he said, because Kanye said so. I'm paraphrasing all that. So there was this bizarre uh, video that came out Kanye like press release style thing I don't really don't know what to make of it but anyway he flashes his phone and they said oh the the red media or something like that and well, I looked into it I wasn't really finding but finally I found what it is that he was supposed to be uh, flashing on his phone and uh, what it is is it's a list of media companies Universal Studios 20, 20th Century Fox, ABC, CBS, CNN, Columbia Pictures, DreamWorks, Warner Brothers, ESPN, Fox News, Washington Post, uh, MTV, Nickelodeon, USA Today, Wall Street Journal, NBC, Google, YouTube, Yahoo, Marvel, Cosmopolitan, Facebook, HBO, Pittsburgh, New York Post, Pixar, New York Post, Imagine Entertainment, MSNBC, of course, Comcast, all these companies and more. All these media companies. There's this chart. You can see it here right in the show notes. And the chart lists the names of the president, the CEO, the founder, owner, vice president, and the chairman. So like the top six in the ownership structure of these giant media companies. I mean, I don't know if this is all the media. Well, it's not all the media. you got, like, Newsmax and stuff like that. But Facebook, is Twitter on here? I don't see Twitter on here. Not anymore. Um, this chart, the names of the companies and the leadership, and then it's color-coded. Green is gay, and that's, uh, I don't know, 20%? 20%? Is that more than the population? It seems like it is. Uh, blue is non-white. And there's just a couple, really. Um, two, four, six, eight. Eight out of the whole, you know, probably 100 list here of names. More than 100. And then there's red. And this is the red media that I guess he was referring to. And red is for Jewish. And it's all the rest of the blocks, probably a good 80%, 75-80%. No white Christians in any of these media companies in the top tiers of leadership. No uh, white uh, Christian heterosexuals, not one, not one. And what do we make up in the population? So Kanye... In, maybe in his own imperfect way, is speaking to this. 
Now, you could say, well, so what, Chris? What are you trying to say? I don't know. What are you trying to say? You're going to call me anti-Semitic? You come tell me to my face. I'm saying to you that all these media companies are fully complicit in some awfully, awful evil things. I don't have time to go into all that. But I will make this simple point. They all, on a daily basis, attack white Christian males, white heterosexual Christian males. And so I'm sorry for the poor teacher that has to hear this. But maybe she ought to be asking what's going on and asking these media companies why they're, they're provoking this hostility. What do you expect that you sit there day after day after day in toxic masculinity and, and white supremacy and white nationalism and you keep beating it and beating it and beating it and then you never report the other side while at the same time all of the advertising for these companies is now consumed by non-whites. Find me a white, a white person in an ad. Yeah, maybe cleaning the floor. And some people, maybe they're like, oh, it's about time, is it? Is it about time? Okay. We'll see what it's about time for. And you say, well, what does this have to do with anybody being Jewish? I've given you my feelings on it. I don't think this is happening because the owners and, and leaders of these companies are Jewish. I think it's happening in spite of the fact that they're Jewish. I don't know. Old Kanye just getting, just boom. Amazing that you think about this trial in Wisconsin. That he was found guilty, this guy that drove through the parade. You didn't really hear too much about it, did you? It's not really a big deal. But boy, you've heard about Kanye. Oh, he's he's a threat to democracy. Nuts. And how quickly that happened. So... That's the, that's the take on the big stories. Watch for the Paul Pelosi story. It'll just disappear. It's going to vanish into the night. That's my guess. By Monday, you won't hear a word about it. Yep, he's recovering nicely. Everything's good to go. Whew, dodged the bullet there. you got to be careful of Whitey. So uh, what else do we want to talk about? And then Kanye, I gave you the take on that. You know? There's people saying, they're calling him anti-Semitic. They're not calling him a liar. Interesting, right? I think it's a real problem. I really do. I, I've brought it up. The, the atheist Jews, I say, these people that are on that list, I don't believe her. I mean, you're, you can you can just refer to their Jewish affiliation. Like I said, it's in spite of, you know, what the, every... Uh, white Protestant is holier than thou. You know that's not true. It's not true at all. So you just have, happen to have this group of uh, of people that are not only liars, but they hate straight white Christians. While they preach, you know, hate has no home here. And they wonder why people are confused and angry. People are revolting against it right now, and for good reason. These people all need to be brought to justice, in my opinion. 
their false advertising, their monopolizing of markets, their unfair labor practices, unfair trade practices, all of it. Look at the sex allegations alone. If you had that going on in uh, in in the priesthood, oh, Josh Shapiro and and every attorney general would be suing the church up and down. Uh, but somehow in this corrupt media business, eh, it's just uh, let to go, right? Look at Epstein Island, right? He was charged. She's in prison. Who who was involved in this? Why do we not know? All right, let me move on here. People are turning to sex work as cost of living rise, and they're being punished for it. (laughs) This is a funny story. What a great headline. Very creative. Who knows if this is true? I doubt it. Looking at the photographs, I'm guessing it's not. The story is that this lady's a nurse. She had an Instagram account with racy stuff. She got pulled into HR a couple times. Then she's got an OnlyFans account. I guess OnlyFans is where you pay to, and it's I guess it's like smut stuff, soft porn. I don't know. I haven't really looked into it. Not my cup of tea. Uh, but I've talked about it. There's been other stories about this OnlyFans stuff, where apparently you know wives and mothers and otherwise good family people think it uh, safe and effective to show racy photos of mom around on the internet. Uh, there too, I would say, you know, what if people were doing this 100 years ago? How would society be different today? If you gr- if you grew up uh, as a young boy or a young girl, uh, knowing that your mother was uh, was do- engaging in this, what would that? How would that change things? Do you think? Maybe not. You know, look at the pinup girls of whatever. I don't know. Anyway, the truth of the matter is, if this story is even true, she was a nurse. She was making a lot of money on OnlyFans. This is as the story goes. They pulled her in one last time and said, you got to stop or you're fired, so she quit. I guess that's the punishment they're talking about. She's making like ten grand a month on OnlyFans. Uh, good for her, I guess, but they'll, they'll, dry, they'll, they'll cut that off as quickly. As long as the ads are doing well. I think that, that, that there's, um, I, I saw this coming, this destruction of media and advertising. I don't know what it's going to lead to. You know, the newspaper's dried up, the radio's dried up. All of the uh, independent media has dried up, and it's now all this centralized garbage uh, that nobody believes. Well, also, I just don't think that a lot of it, I think a lot of it lost its effectiveness. You know, so few people are actually on social media. I think the Gab experiment is proving how people really engage, which is very little. Um, and just in, and then Elon exposed the, the percentage of fake accounts, which is probably like half if I had a third half and so how are you getting any effective advertising when a third of your ad feed is going out to fake accounts impossible to do well anyway very predictably for me now right so that all the money switched from let's call it conventional media and advertising and it went slowly online you know when you could get one cent views on Facebook and Everybody was on Facebook. It was a great deal. But I knew that wasn't going to last forever. I knew Facebook wasn't going to last forever. And I knew that advertising wasn't going to work forever. It happened with search uh, advertising, search marketing. It just got to a point where uh, it became saturated, and that's what happens. So all this advertising money is pulling out, and I can see the effects of it. I got an email from Apple 
how to grow your audience. Oh, really? All of a sudden, YouTube adding new features, and I got a nice little email. Oh, really? All of a sudden, you're interested in talking, right? Because you need the need the viewership. No thanks. No thanks. Maybe the parallel economy being built by Gab and Rumble and the like. Maybe it's finally finally having an effect. But I don't know that you can reverse it. Um, anyway, people turning to sex work as cost of living rise. I don't really think that was the case in this story. She was doing it because it was lucrative. I, would I do it if I was an attractive woman? Uh, no. I would consider doing something in the fitness genre, though. Uh, but that could be, you know, kind of marketed the same way and often is as well. Actually, a lot of things now being sexualized. You know, I like to occasionally watch uh, chiropractic videos and uh, I don't know what other kind of boring stuff I watch. But the, um, I noticed that they're mixing in, you know, they put like an attractive woman uh, getting an adjustment. And it's be, you know, you'll see that the views on it are 10 times higher. Not really interested in the content of the, the video. And that's what I'm talking about as far as advertising, right? So let's just say you're, um, you're, uh, you know, you're. It's a podiatrist video, and they bring an attractive female in for the video, and you really don't learn anything about podiatry or, or foot health or anything like that. Well, when you try to uh, monetize that video to target that, it's obviously not going to work. I guess you could target it for porn or something like that. Maybe that would work. I guess it has some value. Did you know there was a bill introduced in Congress to restore the gold standard? You know that's you know, it's not getting any attention, zero chance of uh, passing. But it's probably going to have to happen eventually. At some point, the money's going to become worthless if it hasn't already. Virtually, it's coming. I think we've already reached the tipping point. That's my gut feeling. Um, John Kerry argued at a climate summit that the United States must pay reparations, climate reparations to poor countries. What does that do? What do these climate reparations do to um, help <laughs> heal this, economic, this climate damage that we supposedly did? Or is it money for uh, greed energy only? This false propping up of some kind of a solar panel market. You see how fast the scams are coming? I mean, it's like we didn't even get the new green scam, and they had the COVID pump things up and infrastructure bills. Crazy. Florida officials looking into allegations of widespread ballot harvesting operation. Democrat blows the whistle on widespread Orlando area ballot harvesting operation in black communities. So I I reported on this last week. Remember I said about... Uh, the the video of the guy they had arrested and he's like, he was a convict he's like oh I was at the DMV and they, they said hey did you register to vote and I said no I didn't think I could and they just said well go ahead they'll tell you if you can and then he went ahead and voted I guess yeah I call I call bull I say he got paid or somebody got paid uh, either way that they were willing to come on man don't don't worry about it you're a felon so Florida goes in there like uh, we we are going to worry about it. And so they start making arrests. Well, I'll tell you what happens when you start doing that, right? Uh, people are going to talk. A certain number are going to talk. Ah, you know, why did you do this? Well, they paid me $10. And that's the story that's coming out. That, you know, like, uh, you know, some of these employees, every signature they got or something was 
There's a variety of laws that are being broken there. It's making in-kind campaign contributions that aren't being reported. I hope they keep going with it. You know, DeSantis is a lawyer, right? Prosecutor, I think. He might just be the type of person to engage in this RICO-style investigation to blow this whole thing wide open and maybe finally bring some legitimacy to our elections. Fetterman's debate performance proves that early voting should be banned completely. Do you think? I brought this up. What if a candidate dies? Look at the mayhem you've created. This whole mail-in thing, it's a failed experiment. End it immediately. Cops selling guns. Philadelphia deputy sheriff caught selling guns to an illegal immigrant. Ghost guns. So they want you, the law-abiding citizen, to turn in your guns because of gun violence while the cops are selling them to illegal immigrants. If that doesn't uh, paint the picture of Bolshevism I've been trying to tell you, I don't know what does. Facebook parent company fined for campaign finance violations. $24, $27 million, the uh, max limit. In-kind contributions, I believe. That may not be the end of that. Business group warns Biden of renewed rail strike strike. This is from The Hill, so it's credible. What do you mean, renewed rail strike threat? He threw out this mother of all offers to the, to the union, and it doesn't look like they're taking it. Here's another story. There's going to be many more you watch. We went from Black Lives Matter to, to crazy uh, MAGA Republicans. I'm watching you. Cops probe creepy election letters to Arizona Democrats. Uh, this is just interesting. Uh, Two years after Meghan Markle quit Deal or No Deal. I didn't know she was on that show. I didn't know what the show was. Uh, She said she left for feeling like a, quote, bimbo. Uh, She took a raunchy 90210 cameo, uh, giving character Ethan oral sex in a car, newly resurfaced clip shows. Yeah, really trashy stuff, this Meghan Markle. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting Uh, how she then plays the victim after all that. Interesting phenomena. You see a lot of that. Fair amount of it. Transgender comedians stripped naked on live air. Yeah, nothing strange about that. Hopefully, I guess, arrest being made. I don't know. Seattle Democrat who pushed for defund the police now raging at police for not catching the person who threw six bags of feces on her lawn. Everybody wants to defund the police until they have a problem at their house. Their America is vanishing like Trump. They insisted they were cheated. This is a New York Times article. Sounds like a speechwriter for Obama talking about how white people, white Republicans are just upset because they're racist and because brown people are getting a voice. Well, we're going to see this election round because I think black and brown people, I think there's a chance that maybe they've had enough of being used. They've had enough of being cheated. And I think that even uh, people are just saying, hey, white people don't deserve this. This shouldn't be. It's unfair to anybody who has any kind of sense of fairness. And you look at what's going on in the media. And you might not agree with what Kanye said. You might not like what he said. And you might be asking yourself, why is all this happening? Well, maybe we ought to be really asking what the heck is going on here. It's a legitimate question. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. See you there. Make it a great day.